Hey guys, this is usually where you would hear an ad from our sponsors, but instead we would like to take this time to remind ourselves and our listeners to stay vigilant. Don't let the end of the last televised protest be the end of our efforts to fight for equality and justice in our world. We can all start by making sure we are registered to vote. After that, take the time to learn the names of your local representatives and community leaders, as well as how to contact them. Remember, we have the power of the people. We can make a difference. You can be the change. Sign petitions, donate to a cause, support your local businesses, get active in your local politics and grassroots organizations, educate yourself, and always, always try to help amplify the voices of those that are most in need of a platform. Thank you, and enjoy your regularly scheduled anime programming. Hello, Naughty What Podcast listeners. I'm Tosh. I'm MZ. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nick. Uh, MC, was that better? Was that better? Was that better? <laughs> was I on top of it this time? Oh Did I not sound so downtrodden? We're about a half a second late, but it's fine. No, Fuck. you're good. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it was perfect. <laughs> if you guys didn't listen to our season two episode, we always ma- we were making fun of Nick for how long he takes to say, and I'm Nick, as if he was like wants to be extra special or something at the end so he does want to be extra special because he's the boy (laughs) (laughs) you're already Um, special you're the only boy just deal with it you have all the attention i'm the boy speaking of boys this this season Sokka, baby Sokka. Sokka is that that boy everybody really quick by the way, Nani What Podcast listeners, in case you didn't know by the title or by anything else, we're doing Avatar Season 3 today. So, go ahead. <laughs> you have to be guess now. We're I'm, just, make you I'm just too excited. I'm just too excited. I'm too excited. Okay, but Sokka, best boy. Best Sokka boy. is best boy. I'm going to say it right now. You know what? Hot take. Hot take. Oh, we're, no. fucking, we're coming out swinging. Uh-oh. <laughs> this... Aang is trash. Aang is trash character. Aang what? trash boy. Oh terrible God. character. Aang no. is the fucking worst. Aang oh, is terrible. What? I hate every second. Oh my God. Anytime Aang was on TV, I was like, I'm out. Anytime Sokka or Zuko was on TV, I was like, this is a very much more interesting show. Thank you very much. I don't much. know if I approve this message. I don't so, approve of this I message. I can't argue either. with the Zuko comment, so yep. I approve of that. Like, part. I just... Like, the like Aang's journey, like, for me, is just so, like... Blah. Where it's like Nick Sokka becomes like. About this. Do you see him right now? He is like on level like, ten. But like Sokka, Sokka goes from being an inept human who is a moron, who's the butt of every joke in season one, has this great arc where he meets the love of his life, and he gets in, he gets competent in fighting because he can't bend. He gets his own sword, which is a touching moment, and then ends up being like the general of the water tribe during the invasion like are you kidding me okay like if, that if, is an arc interruption if you think that Sokka was inept from the beginning you're not allowed in the Sokka fan club 
<laughs> that is a false statement. Saka has always been brilliant and had great creative ideas. And you're officially not allowed in the fan club if you're going to discredit him. <laughs> they made Sokka out to be a bumbling idiot in season one. Well, to be honest. He had a lot of creative good ideas, though, every time. Yeah. And then by season three, he was realized to be the genius that he is. And I knew it from the beginning. You're not a true fan. <laughs> I also don't like this angst slander. My sweet spiritual boy, get out. So rude. Yeah, I guess what what Trash. part were you disliking so much about his whole process? This, yeah, this uh, just the internal conflict. It's like, hey, just fucking do it. Like, stop. But You're- he found a way not to. <laughs> The, the world, the universe was like, yes, you are the one true avatar. Let me teach you how not to do it. Aang was right the whole time. The universe told, taught him. <laughs> First of all, a lion turtle taught him. So, <laughs> but the, the universe sent a lion turtle. It's a spiritual know, being. They're not. No, and that's around. that's what I love. That's what I love about this. Turtle. All the previous, all the previous avatars, and we're gonna we're gonna do our normal plot synopsis. We're just talking overarching of the season right now. What I love is the fact that all the previous avatars are like, yeah, fucking kill him. I didn't kill him, and look where I am. I'm dead. I didn't do this, and look where I am. I'm dead. I didn't, like, I stood by and didn't do anything. Look where I am. I'm dead, and everything was terrible. So but all the avatars were, were like, airbenders. All the, well, no. The one, the, chick, was. The one chick was. And she even was okay. like, go. You gotta do it. <laughs> like she. Yeah. I will say though, I do think Aang would have killed him if he didn't have that other way. But he yeah. was taught another way, so he took it. But I think yeah. he would have done it anyway if he had to. I think that's what his whole anxiety around the whole thing was to begin Stop. with, and that whole weird angsty journey was that. Yes, he was afraid he wasn't trained Stop. enough, but also he doesn't want to kill someone. Yeah. What did you say? Ang, Ang is soft. Ang, Ang is soft. Ang, yeah, he's Ang supposed to be. He's based on the Dalai Lama. <laughs> like, Ang's have, been pretty weak the whole time. I gotta agree with Nick on this one. Like, I don't think he would have been able to kill him. I think that's the whole point. While he would have failed again if he hadn't found another way, because he wouldn't been wouldn't have been able to do it. I mean, the a huge thing with. Tibetan spirituality is that every life is worth it. So, I mean, he is based literally on the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama is supposed to be one of the most powerful like presences in the entire world. Also, I personally think it takes a lot more strength of character to continuously be kind and soft, not like soft, like bending and weak, but soft. So I disagree with y'all. With all the shit that Aang had to deal with, he was still a better person than everyone else. So I disagree. I love it. (laughs) No, I agree. I think think he has to be stronger not to do it. But I do think in this situation, after all of his teachers told him to do it, and that sort of thing, I think the average person would have immediately at least tried. But Aang, I don't think he would have ever been capable of even trying to really kill him. I think that's where I would have. But I, I mean, so. I that's he not how the story went. So yeah, I think if he hadn't learned that other way, he wouldn't go- have gone into that fight with the same amount of confidence that he did, because he knew he wasn't going to have to kill him. He knew that he was going to try this, and so he went in with all the confidence, be like, "I found another way." But I think if he didn't, 
then he wouldn't have been able to kill him. Well, he might not. I think that he might not have been able to unblock his chakra or whatever yeah. it was that was blocked if he yeah i think the fire yeah. lord would have won because he would have been too I mean, afraid to kill someone i think the story is used in a great way i agree with you natasha i think i i think it was cool you know what i mean like i think it's nice especially for a kid show i think it was really important for them to go in that direction but i still think it could be argued <laughs> what nick is saying as well you know what i mean like i think nickelodeon was always gonna do it that way like they were never gonna have ang turn into mm-hmm. a villain you know what I mean? Like, that was never a possibility. Ever. No. In, in conclusion, Sokka, best boy. Aang, trash. Zuko, best boy? Zuko's too Zuko. depressing. I love Zuko so much. Zuko's too depressing Zuko, for me. Zuko is so edgelord, like, it's it hurts. Zuko is such an edgelord little, like... Oh, my dad hates me, boy. I like, it's know, just like... so cute. <laughs> Yeah, when, when Zuko finally came into word? his own, or when Zuko was being ruthless, I really like Zuko. But God, the be- some of the some of the episodes in this season with Zuko, I was like, oh my God, all the fucking teen angst from all these trust fund kids, like fuck them, I hate him. Like I was so angry at like the whole yeah. trust fund angst. I know they had like childhood trauma and stuff, but I was like, all right, this is a lot, y'all. Let's go. I'm like I'm done. With yeah, this. I think the only reason I don't feel that as much with Zuko is because his dad like burned the shit out of his face. Like he actually went yeah. through some child abuse, which is a little bit different than like. Toph, I think Toph is like kind of a trust fund baby who's like, eh, my parents are so strict. You know what I mean? But do not besmirch Toph. Toph is not. Do my not talk character. bad about Toph. What's an edge lord? Can someone favorite. explain this term to me? Uh, an edge lord is someone who says something just to get a rise out of people. Like they're yeah. d- they just say shitty things to be shitty. They try to oh, say okay. edgy or you. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. 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 So like Zuko just being like all depressed, but then being like, "Yeah, it's because you suck." And it's like, "What, well, dude? No one was saying anything to you. What the fuck is your problem?" <laughs> it's like that kind of shit. I was gonna say if if somebody had that abusive of family and past and all that, it's like I get it. But at the same time, it's kind of like how in the Harry Potter books, I think it's the fifth book where Harry's going through his teen angst. It's like, I mean, I understand why he is, but. I don't want a whole book of it because it's fucking annoying. You know what I mean? Like I live through teen angst. I don't want to live through it again. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. That's the reason <laughs> yeah, I stopped reading Harry Potter. Frustrating. Yeah. That is flat out the reason I stopped reading Harry Potter. I was like the fifth book. I was like, I'm out this bitch. Order but then they, no, I'm done. They do become the best versions. Like Zuko becomes like one of the best boys after And the sixth Harry Potter book was my favorite, but I just can't stand those like, that angst part. I'm like, all right, let's skip ahead. I get it. It's the hero's journey. Yeah, I was kind of upset. I was even telling Hannah earlier, I kind of felt like I wish this would have been four seasons instead of three seasons. Yeah. Because, like, I enjoyed Zuko's, like, journey and stuff like that, but I would have liked kind of the way they did with Toph, where she was part of the group a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see Zuko be part of the group a little bit longer, so we could have gotten through the teen angst into that, like, loving, loyal, like, relationship before we went through the final battle so that way it wouldn't have felt like teen angst up until like the very last second when they were like oh just kidding we love you this episode now we're good to go like i just wish there was a few more of those like actually part of the group episodes because i feel like there would have been more of a separation there before the very end yeah it did feel rushed it felt like we went from all these like weird sort of fluffy teen angst episodes and then all of a sudden it was like and now the entire plot is going to culminate in one episode and that's it the end yeah, yeah. so I, I wish there had just been a little bit more of that break because I think Zuko really like 
comes around and if there was just that little, you know, maybe one extra episode in there at least, yeah. it would have mm-hmm. been angry. better. But. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so I'll read off like the first few points and we can kind of touch on all of them. So Zuko returns home with Azula because he just like fucking betrayed Uncle Iroh all of a sudden. Like, what the fuck? Um, May and Zuko, they get together, which is actually cute. I like them. Little fucking emo couple. Um, I love them so much. Katara's like nestle in between the two of them. I know. It's so so cute. (laughs) Even though I still kind of shit May and Azula, but it's fine. Yeah, well, Um, it's hard to worship that. (laughs) Katara is mad at her dad, has some ang- like things she needs to work out and did work out. Um and then the boat fight. Let's let's let, what what in there do we want to touch on? So, like, May Zuko, Zuko returning- that's the only thing worth talking about. Yeah, the, Zuko, <laughs> the Zuko returning home. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just like boy, we get it. You sad and your dad hates you. We get it. It's been three seasons at this point. And so um I do like the little twist there that like Azula was like, oh yeah, he killed the Avatar and that's why he's actually there because his dad still sneaky wouldn't. Sneaky bitch. Yeah, his dad still so wouldn't have sneaky. taken him back if she didn't like mm-hmm. say that he killed the Avatar. So, um, and she also did it so just in case the Avatar comes back, she can be like, oh, Zuko did it. <laughs> like yeah. fucking sneaky bitch. But that's why she's so good. That's why she's so good. She's so, see, I think she also did want to go home though. Like, in a weird, like, twist way. Like, she definitely, like, had it to, like, save her back or whatever. But, like, especially, like, at the end. Like, I won't go into it too much. But when we see, like, the mom in the mirror and, like, that whole, like, her breakdown. I think she was probably lonely in that fire castle. You know, with just her, like, two friends. I think she missed having, like, family around. Someone to pester and bug. And And then she didn't even have the friends. Yeah, just having the brother or whatever. So, I think. Well, we we find out. We find out later on. And then on that beach episode that they're not really, like, great friends. No. Like, Tylee, her, and May, like, are three completely different people with completely different aspirations and completely different, like, ways of living. So, I mean, I totally... I could totally see if she was just like, I'm so lonely, I would like my brother back. Yeah, so I think there was a little bit of, like, humanity in that decision, even if, like, it was mostly just to cover her ass, because, let's be honest... It was mostly to cover. It was mostly to cover. She's pretty sociopathic, you know, for the most part. Yeah, at the same time, it's like, well, I want Zuko back in the castle. I think it was mostly because she didn't want Zuko to be on the other side. What made you think that she was sociopathic, Tosh? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shall I go into it? Every time that she kills people, (laughs) should we do a play-by-play from every episode she's been in? No, I just, I just thought that you had to spell that out. Like, oh, yeah, she's sociopathic. It's like, oh, what gave you that inclination there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know, the fact that she's pathologically lying to her father to cover up her own brother, like, and to, like, put herself ahead. I don't know. That's, that's crazy. The Katara mad at her dad. I put that in the notes, but, like, I don't know if that was, like, her being mad at her father or, like, her and Aang flirting and then the dad walked in on it and like she was like stop it like I don't know yeah. what, what I mean can I just give you my theory can I give you my theory I think Aang and it's not a theory it's a statement <laughs> Aang and Katara should never be together they don't make a good couple they're not compatible and I think that her being mad at her dad was actually a really nice element to put in there because I think that's very realistic of what would happen with like a kid 
and dad relationship in that type of situation. Yeah. And the Aang thing just like screws it all up and makes that confusing when I don't really think they should be together well, at all. Anna hates Katara and Aang together. Never should be together. She not a good couple. Like five times today. Besties, but not a good couple. I can see that. Why, not- why is that? Because Katara and Zuko should have been together. May and Azula should have been together. Or May and Tylee <laughs> should have been together. Wow. These are the hottest fucking takes of all time. These are fresh out the oven. Zuko and Katara is like, I feel like as fun and cute of, as an idea of that is, they would be a fucking nightmare couple. Can you imagine oh, that couple? They would be yes. so toxic. That would be a horrendous matching. They I don't think she should necessarily be with Zuko. I just think she should go find herself like a cute little earthbending like dude and they'll just live together forever. That earthbending the Katara-Zuko Katara relationship would be that relationship that we all know. We all know this person. It's like, dude, she's fucking crazy, or bro, or oh my god, he's a such a fucking asshole all the time, and it's like, well, yeah, then break it, up. It okay, then fine, we like broke that. up. Until he took over the Fire Kingdom and he was working really hard to make the Earth better, and then she would have been just as passionate and crazy as he would have, and they would have gotten a lot of shit done and worked together as a team. No, I mean, it still would it still would have been that whole like, you know, he's such an asshole, track, and like. Let me- I will be interested after we watch The Legend of Korra to see if uh, Hannah's thoughts change a little bit because we get to see some of the history that's now our future of Katara and Aang and their children and stuff. And so we get to see what they did for their whole life together. So that'll be interesting. How cool would it have been if they'd had a little baby that could do fire and water bending? Ooh. You mean if Zuko and Katara got together and had fire? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm disregarding your comment because I I don't think they should be together oh, ever. Okay. So that whole series you're talking about, it <laughs> okay, doesn't exist. Hannah. It doesn't exist. It's not real. I mean, the Legend so, of Korra is uh, about a, a lesbian waterbender who's also the Avatar. Like that's dope. You can't. Okay, you can't well that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can be in so, there, but her parents are not. They're dead to me. Well, I won't say anything else. Never so mind. let me let me just get this straight. You want Zuko? And Katara to have a child, which makes that child able to do firebending and waterbending. That would be amazing. Waterbending can also turn into be totally ice. <gasps> Did we just do a whole... <laughs> <laughs> it's Todoroki. They made Todoroki. So, so, so in in comparison, Hannah is now a fan of of Endeavor and what ha- Endeavor has had to do to get Todoroki. We have we have made those correlations. Oh my god, that's a stretch, but I'll accept it under the pretense that now if Zuko Katara is not with Aang. mentally abusive as Endeavor, that would be an argument. But his father was Endeavor. It's almost like Todoroki being a full firebender and then that relationship. But good okay. try. That's right. a good try, right. though. I tried. I tried everything. I tried. Same side. Same side, too. <laughs> so, just so the audience knows, we all know, we kind of skip, we definitely skipped over it. Um, we know that Aang is faking his death, or they yeah. assume that he's dead. And we know Aang's alive. And then also all of our group are posing as Fire Nation residents, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, first of all, I I have to stop you. Katara okay. in that Oh yeah. Oh my so fucking cute. god. I was literally just gonna say the same thing. And she redoes her hair. Yeah. My yeah. soul melts. It's so Every good. Time I see her in that little sexy outfit. I'm just like 
I approve of all crop tops. Oh, all crop I tops. So always crop tops. I'm <laughs> Every time I watch it, I'm Aang. I'm just like, hey, Katara, what's up? Hannah's, Hannah's going to be the mom who has her, like, fucking four-year-old daughter in a crop top and shit. Mm-hmm. Just be like, look how cute she is. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Acceptable. Hannah and I only own crop tops shirts. It's one thing that we've bonded on. We're like, we don't have very many normal shirts. We pretty much exclusively wear crop tops. Someone's like, so you're going out to a club? Same outfit. Dinner? Same outfit. Meeting period? Same outfit. And I'm the opposite. My shirts are like extra, extra larges. Like I have the biggest shirts ever compared to y'all. And because they're all hiding out as uh, Fire Nation people... What do kids have to do in the Fire Nation but go to school? Yeah, that was nice that someone actually put some, like, realism in there. Yeah. Like, they see Aang on the street, they're like, bro, go to school. Like, you're a child. What are you doing? He has fun in school, too. Can we we talk about how fucking uh, Aang also has the lineup? (laughs) He has the freshest lineup (laughs) on his hair. (laughs) Of all time. Hilarious. He's like, I don't often wear hair, but when I do, it is when I when I do when I do, it's a line the fuck up. That's funny. I didn't even notice that. That's hilarious. Yeah, I think someone someone put on Twitter, hey, yo, can I get the, I need a new profile picture. Can I get the Aang with the fade? (laughs) 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 Like I need Aang with his bandana and his his lined up fade. And I was like, oh Oh my my God, God. that's too funny. That is so funny. He does. Oh, he's, they're all so cute in their little firebending outfits. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is cute and like fucking just love school because he's like, oh my god, other kids? Oh my god, I get to pretend to be a normal kid? This is great. I don't have to like save the world for like two days. Fucking awesome. I think mm-hmm. it's it was I'm like a for this yeah. because I too agree that teaching dance would help everyone. It's true. Yeah, this was the Footloose episode, which is hilarious. <laughs> I was just about to say it. It really is Footloose. I didn't even realize it. I should have just put that in my notes. I should have just put Footloose, the episode. It's 100% Footloose. It really is. You guys trying to dance? the Fire Nation kids, too. Like, realizing that Fire Nation is really, like, that military-esque. Like, I feel Yeah, they so don't get to have fun. Them. No fun. No wonder Azula and Zuko don't know how to party. They weren't allowed to dance. Like, no one are their tormented children. Fucking right. rude. No one dances in this town, Hannah. No one dances. <laughs> I do. Cut off my feet. If we catch huh. you dancing, you go to jail. It's against the law here. So weird. Wait, so then what do they do at the Fire Nation strip clubs? Because there must be some, because the Fire Nation dudes are the rudest. <laughs> I love this. I, Let's unpack this. There? Let's unpack this. I will say, I think... What do they whatever, do? Whatever point in history this is based on, I think this is back before strip clubs. And I think this is like right when they started having like naughty burlesque strip teams. No, 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 no. There's always strip clubs. They're just maybe called something else. Where is all right, let's, they're all right, let's welcome to the stage Asian, Ember, Asian Ember to the stage. Situations than like strip club type situations. Yeah, but even then like, they, they would do traditional dance yeah. to seduce them. Yeah, it would be like more of a traditional like fa- like a stiff fan dance more yeah. so than anything else. But they couldn't do that. So they're just sitting there playing flutes. So boring. Yeah. I mean, in other nations, they're probably... Hilarious. I'm just picturing... 
I'm just picturing the strip club where it's like, where it's like, hey, can we get Ember to the main stage? Ember, Ember, Ember. Guys, I forgot to tune my flute. She just walks out and is like, titties, ass. It's like, all right, give it up for Ember. She's going back. She's done. She's done. Go back. It's like a runway model situation. And now, if you pay, if you pay fifty dollars, you can stand next to her. What? Lame. You stand next to her. Fire Nation's lame. No wonder. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder. That's what their strip clubs are. No wonder the Fire Nation are so angry. They're just all pent up. I can't dance. No, they're just. They pay fifty dollars to just stand next to someone. They're like, oh man. And if any of the women are like Azula, I don't think there's a lot going on in the bedroom. <laughs> no, they're all just angry. So angry. That's so funny. Well, now I'm going to think about Fire Nation. Strip clubs. <laughs> Must be some boring weddings too. Think about it. Boring. I mean, it's kind of funny because this show actually has a ton of romance compared to like other shows or whatever. It's easy to talk about shit like this. With yeah, Avatar. it is. I mean, also like I guess some. Maybe it's just this like one town because I, I mean, they go to that party on that island that's in the Fire Nation and destroy it eventually. But it's like a normal ass teenage party. But he also is like, he also like, my dad's a general, so don't say anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And there was no yeah. dancing, so. <laughs> no dancing to be had. No, they're just Probably just drinking. flutes. All the girls just had flutes stuffed up their bras. <laughs> like, Christ. Hannah is very much about the fact that it must be flutes someday. <laughs> like, I like that you keep going back to that point. They, <laughs> well, how fucking, else are they seducing them? They're not allowed to do anything. They Ron Burgundy. They Ron Burgundy pull a jazz flute out of their fucking suits. And- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, Hannah, is that how you get seduced if a man doesn't do a sex, like, sexy pose? or dancing for you is a would a flute work is that yes i demand a musical instrument <laughs> uh, any, yes, musical of course. any musical like it can be a, a harmonica i don't care what do you got what do you got what if it's a what if it's a triangle what if it's a triangle? Uh, it's like a that's a stretch. Thing. It can only be a triangle if you can play an actual recognizable tune. What? Ocarina. Hell yeah, Akina. Or they just start serenading me with their voice, just like, nah. Perfect, just like that. On that just, note, we're going to go to the next note because that's all That's all I need. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that anymore. Nope. We, got so, we got it. So, so we've, learned, <laughs> we've learned that Hannah goes to karaoke and gets seduced by everyone who's bad. So that's just yeah. that. Just everyone in the building yeah, has a potential of seducing Hannah. <laughs> Hey, it's a low bar, guys, but someone's got to be there. <laughs> it's a low bar, but someone's got to jump it. Someone's got to be over it. I promise. I can't. We're done for the night. Good night, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Tip your strippers on the way out. Bye. Your flute player. Practice your singing if you like Hannah. <laughs> Uh, no, all We're of our listeners know the only way to Hannah's heart is through food or live pigs. Correct. Yes. That is correct. Those I'm so glad you brought up pigs. I don't even have to do it now. Yeah, but we said it. Well, that's, we need eventually to have a pig count. <laughs> oh my god. I need I need to put on my stream deck just like a fucking dinger when like <laughs> when uh Hannah just says pig, just go ding ding ding. So funny. The next one is Zuko knows Aang's alive, and then we get to the painted lady. And um 
the best character in this entire season. Doc and Shoe, so good. The best character in this entire season. So good. No, that's, I, that's my brother Doc. He runs yeah. up, puts a new hat on. That was so random. Like what? That episode, I was like, Rockwell, we need to make friends with triplets and force them to go to Comic Con with us and cosplay as all three of them. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking funny. So good. <laughs> that'd be so oh, funny. My god. <laughs> I love it. Isn't it amazing? We I need to I've be. Seen, I'll try to. I'll try to find it. There is a Comic Con video of some dude who runs behind a booth, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Doc. What's up?" And like, they're like, "No, I'm. I'm I need to talk to Shu." And he goes, "Oh, let me go grab him." He runs back behind the booth. <laughs> and he goes back around. Oh my and he's God, like, hey, how's it going? So good. Oh no, that's my brother Doc. I can go get him again for yeah, you. I can go you get him for you. Oh my oh, God, does it switch his hat. Yeah, I gotta find that video. It's so good. We should make your brothers just be two of them. Oh I was just thinking God. that. God, yeah, because so you have twinsy brothers. Yeah. It'd be so funny. Drew and Desmond. Well, they're perfect. We know what they're... Ho- it's funny. We'll go, like we were talking about last time, we'll go have My Hero Academia, and then we'll randomly make my brothers go as Doc and Shoot, even though they've never <laughs> no, no, seen no, no, Avatar. No, no. No, no, no. We are going to have several sets of costumes True. for different events. So, all right. First of all, My Hero is Halloween. We need to have Avatar for one of the cons. We also, for the Hogwarts con, or the oh my Harry God. Potter con, we are True. all going to go as our houses. We have some costumes to work on. All, I'm doing, for the, all I'm doing for the Comic-Con one is carrying a boomerang around. People can just guess. No, you're going. You're gonna be full Sokka, Hannah. We are gonna make you Sokka. I can't wait. Do I have to shave my head? We'll put a we'll we'll do like one of those wig. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) No, we'll do it. We'll do a bald cap, and we'll just have it cut. Yeah, that's funny. It'll be perfect. I can't wait. (laughs) All right, we're gonna look really great. Um, I like when the painted, I did like this episode though, and I like when the painted lady, um, one, Katara is so cute as the painted lady. So cute. So cute. So cute. Why yeah, is she that is. not her actual Yeah, she is real design? cute. I yeah. love it. I was like, girl, can you just become like a superhero and just always wear this now? Um, but I do like when the actual painted lady like comes at the end and thanks her. I'm yeah, like, it's oh, cute. that's cute. Do you know what's funny when they're arguing about whether or not to save the town? All I kept thinking was like of the economy and I was like, oh, but then all those people at the factory will lose their jobs. I agree with Sokka. Just leave the town. It's too much of a conundrum. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love all it, these people can die, so the factory job workers are good. Yeah. Well, welcome to middle America where, you know, coal lung is a thing. But at least they got jobs, Nick. But at least they have, they, they have jobs. They have the job. Ooh. And for this next uh for this next part, Sokka yeah. being trained. Yeah. Oh, I love this with one. With his little meteorite sword. Yes. So the best. So and me cute. and Sokka's drawing capabilities are on the same level. So I appreciated oh, the effort. I also loved I loved his master. Even the Fire Nation town that they just saved, the people were kind of like abrasive, even though they were going through hard times, so it makes sense. And then like so far, everybody in the Fire Nation's kind of been a dick other than Uncle Iroh. So it was neat to see another Fire Nation person who was like a good person. Because it is just like, you know, it's a whole 
nation of people. Like, of course, not everybody's bad. You know what I mean? He, Wait, you're forgetting person, about though? the other fire trainer dude, the one that ran away from the fire nation was living in the middle of the forest. Oh, yeah. But he, he was, was cool. even kind of a dick, though, even though he was a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a nice dick. Yeah. yeah. There are nice days. I will say though, I will say though, welcome back to uh the Nick uh voice actor corner. Oh, who's this? Who is it? Sokka's, Sokka's master, his his trainer, is voiced by none other than Robert Patrick. Who's Robert and Patrick? And if you don't know who Robert Patrick is, you're about to tell us. You have not seen T2. What? Because that is the T-1000 in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. The oh, cop really? who melts down and fucking is all scary and runs at people. Yep, that is Mr. Robert Patrick. What? Why is so random? Huh. I like his voice. I, yeah, that's crazy. I would never have placed that, though. And just so we know, he's this master is not that old. He's no. part of the old gang. They talk about how old he is. He's not old. Like, he's 50 max. Maybe he dyes his hair. I don't Ooh. know, man. He's just not old compared to, like, Uncle Iroh or, like, the other. Like, he doesn't have white hair. He's not, like, crotchety and old. Like, he's just, like, a middle-aged dude. He's just yeah, and big, his script would have made more sense if he had been old because he was, like, fighting Sokka being, like, oh, using your superior agility. And I was, like, you're, you're not an old, old man. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're, like, 45. Like, what's up? <laughs> also, but, how come none of the old people club could have women? Like, couldn't Sokka's, like, person training him be, like... Yeah, I wish she was an a, older lady. A woman or something. Yeah, I wish there was an older lady in that. Or order. couldn't the bloodbender have turned out to be... In, not shitty. Not shitty and been in the old people club? I don't know. Yeah. I do Just like that they had the sexist. scariest, most badass bender in the show. To I mean, to be honest, it's that woman. She's the scariest, most, like terrifying person and i do like she that. she made me want lady. to be water tribe yeah <laughs> when I saw but it, instead oh of being God. told that she's a bad person she should have just been in the old people club where's yeah. her lotus tile rude <laughs> True. yeah her prisoner of war trauma turner and a bad person uh, yeah. but let's get that i mean she went through some shit so i understand the the breakdown and psychology there but um i did like how she stayed evil to the very end though she was yeah. like i've succeeded you're a bloodbender now and yeah. i was like oh i love her it. evil plan it worked yeah. i love evil characters even when you didn't have a plan it turned out evil anyway i, <laughs> I, I love evil characters i love I them be a bloodbender you know how scary that is it's real scary that's the type of bender i want to be if i was water trap i'd be like teach me that i want to do that wait and then she just learns to control all these like massive scary animals and does it to them oh my oh. god what if she controlled the eels in the ocean? Oh no! Everything about She's just riding them around like Ursula. Damn! It's too bad that she went so crazy. Because if they could have used her, that bitch could have stopped like a whole like front battalion of people. Just be like, nope, stop in your tracks right there. <laughs> like Jesus. Another, another thing where it's like the Ang the Ang party is just being like, use please bloodbending. Use it on yeah. on. The Fire Lord. Why? Why not? Why not? That sounds like a great thing to do to save the world. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just so like, I'm I'm into it. Maybe Aang's just too young. 
back to what we were talking about in the beginning, like he's just such a baby compared to the other avatars. And that's why I give him a free pass through this season is because I don't know any like 16 year old who'd be like, let's just murder everyone. And also don't forget guys, he's like 11 years old. He's not even a teenager. He's a child. Yeah. That's why I give him a free pass. Well, we did get a little out of order there um, because we did skip over the, uh, the beach house. (laughs) <laughs> like the old beach oh we don't need to talk about the beach house that was dumb those frat boys i mean yeah. we can talk about the fact that like may and we get male ty lee and azula backstory and then also the assassin being hired yeah well the assassin was important but that was before they left for the beach house right it was the same episode though mm-hmm. got it yeah I, I like that little island that just this whole episode was just so stereotypical yeah it's just like i mean it was fine and i do like some of the backstory but like some of the that their like whole emo session on the beach i was like okay (laughs) it just kind of felt like an episode of hannah montana feel like because this goes back to my original point about how i wish there were four seasons instead of three seasons i think this episode wasn't that bad it wasn't worse than any other filler it was completely fine it fit the theme of the show it fit the characters of the show we needed all this backstory we needed these character like fillers but because this last season is so rushed it just felt like it was a waste of time yeah, it squished yeah. it. It just you know squished I mean? it. It was like, yeah, now yeah. we're forcing you to learn about all these people right now in this weird scene. Yeah, like, we would have wanted, if we could have seen, like, a whole episode with, like, the three girls, and then, like, learn the backstory there, and then had another episode with, like, Zuko and Mei, and more backstory. Like, I don't know, I feel like it was just all smashed into this one. It's like, okay, all the fire kids you're gonna learn about all at the same time, like, let's get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like just the feels... other seasons, we got to really fall in love with the characters, and we didn't get to fall in love with these characters because it was rushed. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like a natural flashback type situation. No, it wasn't natural. It was shoved in there. It was like, oh shit, we need a filler where we learn a bunch of backstory. Hurt, go, 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 go. You know. It feels like to me that this whole episode was used to get the Ty Lee payoff for the end of the season. Yeah. Like it was yeah. it, like the only thing that was um like taken from this episode to like make it full circle was the fact that tylee's not that bad look like tylee's not that bad she's just been like treated really shitty so when she becomes a part of that group you're like oh i feel so much better about tylee being part of that group because like i know that she's not a bad person but I and feel like you didn't even too. need to know her backstory for that because she well, was yeah, already such a little too. bubblehead. Well, I feel like it was important. It's just it doesn't feel proper in the order that the season goes. Like oh, this season necessary. This season, some of the episodes, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, it's 20 minutes. It's of real nothing. random. It's really random. And it could have been 20 minutes of something that fit the storyline together better. And I don't know. Yeah, it upset me. The season was like my favorite because I love fire so much like that's definitely my element that's my team i love zuko and everyone but it also was like the most disappointing season yeah to me it was like oh it's like i love it and i don't at the same time yeah Yeah. that's why i like season two so much more because it's yeah it's more world building and like fun stuff where this is just like we have to pay everything off in in however hour however many hours nickelodeon paid us to make i mean i get it but 
And then while while this is all going on, so we get a filler episode, and then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, Iroh, he's in he's in jail, he's captured, but then he's like doing push-ups and shit, and we're like, okay, he's oh, not. Oh yeah, like- bro, he's a beast. I loved that that he was secretly working out. That was so cool. And he he yeah. acts so crazy, but then I loved when they had the reveal and he took off his robe after acting fat in the pillow, and I was like, oh, he's ripped now. That's the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, like go Iroh. Talk about self control. Daddy Iroh at that. Point point he's but then we're getting we're getting like key information like that mixed into these like filler quote-unquote episodes that are like 20 minutes of that and then like four minutes of like oh by the way hey zuko like you can fix this as well like it's not just the avatar like you have your own like iroh telling him you have your own place in this like and you're, it's like we just fucked off for 20 minutes and then you give me a two minute conversation with Iroh and Zuko where it's like Zuko can also be the savior like in this situation and you're just like mm-hmm. what are we doing what are we doing here I'm so confused yeah yeah could have been good now we, I did have my favorite filler episode which is Toph out here making the making them buku bucks oh my god that was so funny Jesus out here She's out here playing three card Monty, just absolutely just servicing and, and stealing. It's so good. It drove me crazy. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? I cannot deal with this anymore. But like even that episode is made to just have Katara and Toph reconcile at the very end and be like, friends. Always fighting. We get it. Yeah, exactly. And to realize that if you're in a wooden box, you can't do any bending. Dang. I mean, Fire Nation's fine in a wooden box. Burn that shit up, but... True. Yeah, Earthbenders can't bend wood. No one can bend wood. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I know you kind of mentioned it, Nick, but the whole, like, Roku and the old Fire Lord General, the original one, um, way back in the day, that whole backstory and stuff. And then we get the pending invasion, the nightmares, Aang's fucking stress because he's an 11-year-old boy that has to save the world from... The strongest man. Oh, is that his his sleepy nightmares? Is that what that one is? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was funny too. The whole uh... oh, they did all the. Go ahead. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You go. You go. You do the thing. Yeah, I know they did all the the callbacks. I was just gonna add on to your sentence, like for all the other anime shows. They're so cute. <laughs> yeah. They did, and like almost every callback to any uh, anime show that was like big back then. Yeah, what was it? Is is uh, they had Goku, they had tri- there was a uh, Trigun was one of them, right? And what was the last yeah. one? Wait, Naruto, what are you guys talking about? Dragon Did Ball I miss Z, something? Trigun. Wasn't there one more? I don't remember. The whole episode, Hannah, where he's having all the nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time he goes in to see the fire lord and he's like dressed different and looks a little weird it's an homage to another anime that's popular at that time oh, so the first yeah, time he goes that. in he kind of looks like goku and then got it that was completely lost on me entirely lost and the, the like, trigun one made me really happy though because that was trigun wasn't it mm-hmm. that made me like really happy I was it's like, funny oh, at first at first i thought it was naruto because of the band and then i was like no wait that's trigun because he had all the buckles and the thing and the yeah, yeah i was like yay yeah. <laughs> so cute i love darn so well that's happy. cute for anime fans that day i missed it yeah but sorry, Nick, I didn't mean to, to jump onto that. I meant to add enthusiasm to, to you saying that. Oh, no, you're good. I just loved all, like, the, like 
between the callbacks and then also where because this is exactly how this would work like someone would be like hey i had a dream where like this happened so don't do this don't do it because there's always that like halfway house of like where dreams can be like some people believe that dreams can be the future like prophetic yeah yeah prophetic and so like he's like hey don't do this don't especially <laughs> coming, coming from an avatar stance he's definitely like i could probably see the future in my dreams yeah. like i probably yeah. could so you know what don't do it it's funny that's exactly what i was about to say because it was like you know he is the avatar he's already had to do weird spiritual shit so he's like hmm this could be a weird spirit world thing don't okay. yeah, uh, let's uh let's stay away from this huh? yeah. <laughs> um so we have that we get our swamp boys <laughs> i like how you put swamp boys return well i so this is the funniest part because like they're gearing up for that for that uh thing to start yeah and so invasion. i i started uh the the solar eclipse I was like dying laughing because I was waiting for like, it's like, is this the Avengers moment? Is this the event? Because like, everyone's coming back from the past. Like, yeah, Swamp, Swamp Boys, Swamp Boys are coming back. Haru's coming back. Right. Boulder and Hippo return, and yep. then like the inventor comes off the ship too. And I'm like, damn, they got like everyone. Everybody is ready for this fucking showdown. Yeah, Can I just say that it was probably Sokka who sent everybody letters because he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was because he talked to the inventor. He's like, did you get my plans for what I wanted you to build? And, yeah, and like, it was some shitty sketch. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> well, I mean, he got the point. It was a submarine. I mean. Uh, so our boy Sokka literally invented submarines, y'all. <laughs> right? Best boy. Great inventor. Best, Best boy. boy. <laughs> Best boy. Well, let's not let's not um let's just let's just breeze over this whole thing because you know Sokka is best boy. So let's just breeze over the invasion all together. Nothing went went wrong. They succeeded. <laughs> Everything was great. Sokka's plan worked to a T. Except for it was all fucked because they knew. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Uh (laughs) Nick just wants to pretend that everything went fine. (laughs) This is the end of the season. That was sad when they're like, oh, they... They already knew about but us. But they it still is a really good plan and like holds its own mm-hmm. to a certain extent, even though they already knew and were like overly prepared for it. It was a good plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still make progress. I mean True. they get hang all the way in, you know, yeah. even when they knew. I really loved um I just fucking love Azula's like bad boss energy because she just didn't care. She's like I'm here with the Avatar and Katara and like, or I forget who was with them at the time. Uh, anyway, she's here with like three badass warrior benders and she's like, oh, where are you going? Like just fucking does not give a an fuck. Asshole. Just an she's asshole. Such an asshole. Just, just absolutely her. fucking with them too. Yeah, so I confident. She's her. like, mm-hmm, okay. And she couldn't bend during that time because it was during the eclipse. So yeah, yeah. that's oh, crazy. No. And so she's just buying time. She's like running away. And then finally it takes Sokka to be like, wait, she's just trying to buy time. Obviously. And she uh, did a great job. And of the it. teasing with like Suki though and everything. Oh, like, that was sad. Of course Sokka was going to fall for that. But it sounds like she actually did talk to Suki because Suki was actually in jail. Yeah. So I feel like that was real. Yeah. I feel like Suki got tortured somewhere. Yeah, Suki definitely got tortured somewhere. And this yeah. is where your this is where your boy MZ comes in and is like, 
Dad, I hate you. Uh, I'm gonna. Yes, this little moment. I'm gonna help the Avatar kill you. Yep. I love Dad. He's all angsty. He's like, I don't care what you say, Dad. I'm gonna apologize, Dad. Uncle. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to perfect the Zuko the Zuko voice. <laughs> the Zuko voice, do it. Can we talk about also Iroh to the guard that's nice to him being like, you look sick. And she's like, I feel fine. He's like, you should you look, go. You look sick. Yeah. Look really like, sick. Oh, so cute. And then I was like, oh, Iroh's going to fuck the place up. The dragon of the Fire Nation is here. And then he does. He fights the whole jail on his own. I was like, yes, my man. Right? He is gone. He's yeah. so savage. He's so savage the entire time. I just feel like if Zuko, sorry, going back to that. If Zuko were really going to follow through with his little plan, why didn't he just like hide in the cavern where they're all hiding and then jump off from behind the throne and cut off his dad's head since they don't have firepower? The same way that Aang didn't want to kill the Fire Lord, his own son also didn't really want to kill the Fire Lord. <laughs> right? <laughs> that. But I thought it was just weird that he's like, instead, I'm telling you to your face my exact plan. Okay. Zuko is also still a child. <laughs> so. True. True statement. True, a truer statement has never been said. Yeah, they he are is, all children. He is babies. also a child. Just babies. If Aang's like 11, he's like, what, 15, 16? Like... I think, he's, I think like, he's 16 in like the here I'll go to the wikia Avatar like wikia give it to me yeah cause I think he's exactly old. I think him and Sokka and Suki like a lot of them are 16 and then I think Katara's supposed to be like 14 and Aang's like 12 He's and Toph is 12-ish also I think yeah um, oh baby. yeah he's, 60, he's 16 yeah god that's such a like, I had fun when I was 16, but I would never, ever in my life go back to that age. It's such a terrible age. Right? Which is why he's so angsty. Yeah. I had braces. That was a horrible time in life. Uh, 16, 16 was real bad for me. I'm I'm retreating. I'm retreating from this conversation. Like Aang and his group retreated to the Western Air Temple. Yeah, I was there gonna say. Go. Like, oh, Got how it. dope is the Western Air Temple? It's all upside down They're under. Cool. And then they start destroying it. I was so it's upset. Probably the oh. coolest landscape Ever. idea we've seen. So cool. Yeah. I want to live in an upside Why did they let that destroying happen? That was so sad. The Airbenders, man, they were some cool ass people. The Air yeah. Nomads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were great. I'm told I'll to be an airbender that. and live there with my bison, Ava. I loved, I loved this too, because then we get Zuko. So we get uh, Zuko being like, "I'm gonna teach the Avatar how to how to use fire." <laughs> yeah. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'll get there. <laughs> His whole little episode with him like talking to the like frog or whatever, yeah. trying to decide what he was gonna say. I know. I literally laughed so that hard. Was really that was cute. so cute. I know. It's just, I like, how did you even start yeah. that conversation? This that is, would be so traumatizing. This is when Zuko does slowly like because he was great before, and then. He was still really good, but I was like, okay, all right, all right, all right. We, internal struggle. But then this is, I'm like, oh, yes. Frog talking Zuko. Mm-hmm. We're getting to best boy status. We're getting yeah. <laughs> I just want him to grow his ponytail back. I know. I miss his little ponytail. <laughs> He's so this cute like with my, the pony. See, and this is what I was talking about. Once again, I'm bringing it up. I'm not going to stop. If this was four seasons, we could have had more episodes of them, like, building their relationship with Zuko, because I just felt like it was so short, but what we did see was really good, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. And in that time, his hair could have grown and he could have had a war ponytail. I just wanted him to get to top level of like in the group, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That is true because we meet Toph like third episode of being like yeah. of season two being in the group. So yeah, by now she's like fully ingrained. But like Zuko's yeah. still like. Zuko's questionable. Yeah. But then like at the end him and Aang like, have trust this him. great friendship and stuff. I'm like you don't really though because it hasn't been enough time. Yeah like, it's not really earned. Yeah but it could have been like it was on the way. Like it was a great start to it and I feel like these episodes are really funny and like we see him like being teased by the group but then kind of thinking it's funny too and like having some comebacks and like all that kind of stuff that Toph went through all of that too yeah. and like melt into the group but like she's so you know she's been there for so long like we really love her yeah mm-hmm. wait and okay what's up with people just being like hey we've got this big huge problem we have to kill the fire lord but hang on we're gonna go into a life-threatening situation to go on a little weird journey no no no. before that we have the assassin come and get murdered so uh assassin oh, i forgot come. about the assassin he's crazy yeah, let's let's how scary that her. fucking assassin is yeah, where did he come from, and why does he have that weird power? Yeah, how do I get that power? I like, will did, tattoo it's an eyeball on my head. It's definitely a form did of firebending. Did he talk to the lion turtle also? Nah, it's hmm. definitely a form of firebending. It's just because, hmm. like, we see later on, like, you can firebend out of your mouth for whatever reason. Like dragons that, oh, I want it so bad. Yeah, so, like, I think that's just a form of firebending. Hmm. Like, it's, like, I- mental firebending. I did think because they had him like come in at the beach episode and then he's chasing him. They already had one run in and then they had this huge other run in and, and you know, they had the whole thing. Like I heard you're the best. I thought that that assassin would be like explained more because he has a crazy power. We haven't seen yet. Like, you know, he has a really cool character design. They build him up so much, but then it's just not at all explained. And you're just like, Oh, okay. Huh. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. We have about 12 hours that we have to get through. We don't give a fuck about this guy. We, 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 he's just there. Like, that's what they're, that's yeah. what the storyboards was. It was like, ah, oh, we have 12 hours. We need to fill something. Uh, we'll throw this guy in there. And we won't explain anything about him. Well, and it's like, goddamn. There could have been so much good information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's one of those, like, if you're going to do that, why didn't you just make him, like, like that one chick bounty hunter who was dope, or why didn't you just make him like kind of like the Dai Li, or just like but regular ass firebending type stuff? Why'd you have to make him some like weird third eye superpower dude and then just not? And he was partial robot essentially, too. Essentially, yeah, what they did. Essentially, what they did is like if Game of Thrones introduced the many faced man. And we didn't go to fucking there. And we didn't see like he that he had all the faces and like you had to become no one. It was like just this dude is everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. And like he's able to just kill people. Like what is his problem? Wait until I rant about the Game of Thrones comparison between Daenerys and and Azula at the end. I thought about it too. I lost my shit. I was so fucking mad at the end of this. How is he able to have a mechanical body parts, but they didn't know what like air flight was or submarines? Where did he get that? They did have tanks and a giant drill. But like a fully functioning foot made out of like metal everything it's like an anime crazy what are you talking about There's they're at constant they're at anime. constant war so here's the thing Hannah. they're at constant war so more than likely what they prioritized was prosthesis prosthesis nobody what else has them weird though magic world and lots of people have them we just didn't see that shit because season three is too short mm-hmm. true but back to what Hannah was talking about with the putting themselves in danger we get the nice uh, Zuko and Sokka 
uh, buddy cop episode. Oh yeah, hilarious! Oh, so cute. It's legitimately like we're just going on an adventure, two bros chilling in a hot tub, um, just like doing their own thing, like kind of just hanging out. I like it though. I like the dynamic between the two of them because they're such opposites. Like Sokka's such a goofball, and Zuko's like such a tormented, like little angry person. That I thought it was really funny. I thought it was cute. Can we talk about how bad of a bitch Suki is? Holy fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> She's I cannot killing it. This is enough. She's killing the best it. girl. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also a huge one because this. So, because you've already mentioned it, uh, MZ, I won't go to it because we still have more to talk about, but this was the one reason I thought the beach episode was important is because we mm-hmm. see for the first time cracks in Azula's psyche. We see that she actually has really deep psychological problems other than being a sociopath. And she has mm-hmm. a problem with people not wanting, liking her or trusting her or any of this, but she loves to fear and control people. Then we see her two best friends in the world, the only people she thought she really could trust, leave her but for Zuko. Her. So we do got to get to see the beginning of her psychological downfall here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, we do. It's the first step to the game, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the comparison to Daenerys ha- being upset and killing people who had tortured and murdered her loved ones. Yeah. You know, slightly justified. I understand why Azula was angry. Not so much a mental breakdown, but a justified anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. So, but the gondola fight was really, really dope. Yeah, it was cool. Gondola fight was dope. I did like seeing May um, show her loyalty to Zuko, though, because mm-hmm. you don't. We can't really tell if that's just like a real relationship or if it's not. You know, if it's just like a teen, like oh, you're cute kind of thing, or if it's like an actual like feelings. And May definitely proves like, yeah, I do love him, mm-hmm. and I am gonna do something. This about is it. this is when you get bad bitch May too, where she's like. <clears throat> I love Zuko more than I've ever been afraid of you, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Like, it was immediately like that. I was like, God damn. Um, I like me. There's a reason that I've liked her from the beginning. mm -hmm. And this is it. I didn't know it, but this was it. This is it. This is the whole reason you knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was kind of this. I was like, I like how you don't give a fuck about anything. Mm -hmm. I like you. I like you. And then when she does care, I'm like, you care. I love it so much. (laughs) And her bangs are just on point. So I like her whole hairstyle. Then we get to the Katara Zuko episode. Zuko gets a lot of, this was them trying to be like, see, he is part of the group. They just gave him like four Mm -hmm. episodes in a row, all with like side quests. They... They even said that. Mm-hmm. Didn't Toph say that? She's like, I want a side quest with Zuko. Like, she says that literally. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Everybody else had to go online. Yeah, everyone else got to hang out with Zuko, but me. Like, yeah. I want to go online. I want to feel tripled. Totally casual. They were First just putting all, themselves in death situations. This season, we haven't mentioned how this is the best season for blushies in the entire Avatar series. Blushies. So many. All the blushies in this show. So many. Oh yeah, there's so there was so many. So everybody was blushing. So much teen hormones just everywhere. Oh, they're everywhere. It was cute. Like this. I mean, this field trip was important for Katara's character building because she has to Mm -hmm. 
I, I think if she didn't have this field trip, then I would 100% be on the Katara and Aang should not be together. But when she had this and she kind of like learns to accept and like that violence isn't always the answer that kind of made her similar to Aang. So even though Katara and Aang aren't my favorite, I feel like if she didn't have this, then I'd be like, Hannah, be like, fuck that. Absolutely not. But uh, this, I'm like, oh, okay, they're <laughs> similar. It's fine. See, and this just kind of put me on the, do you see how well Zuko and Katara work together? I don't see how you guys can't see it. Like, there's some great chemistry. Oh, there. you mean how they're toxic? Because Zuko's like, you want to murder a person? Let's murder a person. And Katara's like, fuck yeah, yeah let's murder. That's not good. That's they're not on good. the same page. <laughs> They've got so much chemistry. I don't know what you guys are not seeing. That's what, oh, okay. That's... But if it was good energy, like, in the end, when he becomes a good guy, they would have done great things together. Power couple. On this episode, of uh, MC defends Bonnie and Clyde. The fuck? Uh, one of the best romance stories of our time? Yeah. They're also bank I'm robbers sorry. who kill people. Excuse me? Together and their love and loyalty. Oh, this is my... You guys ready? You guys ready? You guys ready for the hot take of the century? Are you guys ready for the hot take of the century? This is more of a hot take than fucking Zook, uh, fucking Sokka being best boy. You ready? Hmm. Ready. Hmm. The play is the best episode in the entire season. <laughs> that oh is my god, hot- no! That is a hot take. <laughs> I greatly disagree. I hated the play. Everyone was so uncomfortable. It was such a weird. How you, how you like it. me now? Hate it. Best episode of the entire season. Boo. One of the reasons I don't like Aang and Katara together, but boo. I had so much fun with this episode. This was the best episode too. for me. I was having so much fun with it because like, I laughed so hard. The top, the top being portrayed by a dumb boy who yells a at big, things to a see. Big ass dude. Oh my god. So funny. <laughs> okay, that was funny. And then Toph's so like, funny. yeah, I love it. Like, everyone's like, no, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, I hate this. They're like doing caricatures of us. And Toph's like, no, this is awesome. Like, what do you mean? Look at me. So funny. Yeah, I love how Toph was all fucking about it. She's like, yes. She was about it. She's like, and I'm then, a boy. Then Zuko, I like or Zuko, I keep doing this. Then Sokka and Suki are like sitting there like this doing the whole thing. He's like, hey, are you going... Hey, can you get me uh, some yeah. fire licorice? <laughs> oh, and and uh, yeah, he's, he's like, like I was like, this is so good. I fucking love this the, so much. The other part of this that I absolutely fucking adore, and it is a soccer moment, is afterwards he's like, I got jokes for him. I rewrote some of his. Parts. I'm gonna go find him. <laughs> and the actor loves them. Yeah. The actor was like, this is gold. Yeah, and then he uses yeah, like, them. So he uses there. them in there. He's like, yeah. when you're going to do an attack, say something like this. And so the minute like, he goes back out, he's like, all right, we're going to attack him. <laughs> he says it, and the entire crowd blows up. I was like, this is so... And Suki looks at Sokka and is having such so a proud, cool. having such like a proud girlfriend moment. She's like smiling at him because he's just enjoying the fact that like he's interjected into this and like everyone's loving it. See, so funny. Suki, it's Suki, so best Suki. episode of the entire season. Yeah, Suki and Saka are the best couple on this entire show. They're a healthy so couple. Yeah. Suki knows exactly who Saka is, and he knows exactly who she is, and they accept each other the way they are. Perfect. They the help each other grow without being toxic. Perfect couple. 
Excellent. Sokka's also kind of cute with his hair down. He is. Like with his shaggy hair, I think he looks cute. She got a little hottie there. Yeah. He's going to grow up to be handsome. Yeah. Oh, and neither of them are benders. The moral of the story is if you're a bender, you're shitty in a relationship. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Power dynamics do add a level of complexity to a relationship. That is true. Yeah. I would still want to be a bender. And then I love I love how they also realize too. It's like, all right, we're all cut up. It's all over. Like Sokka starts smiling. Oh and they're like, no, the play's not over. What do you mean? He goes, okay, so are they what are they gonna do? <gasps> that means this is the future. <laughs> it like dawns on him. Oh, he's like he's yeah. like, Oh, this is like they're portraying the accurate future. <laughs> like not like war propaganda, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the comma's gonna come and they're gonna murder everyone. <laughs> So we, we've already talked about this kind of to an extent, um, like, you know, Aang looking for, you know, Aang disappears after this play. He gets called to the, the lion turtle, turtle lion, whatever. The universe sends him on a fucking journey. Um, and we've talked about this and we get to see all the other reincarnations of the avatars, which is kind of neat. I liked seeing the female airbender. That was fun. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was cool. And then we get our true we get our true Avengers moment mm-hmm. here because like now the masters are showing up. Where it's oh, like, I loved this. Mm-hmm. this oh was my god, so good. Boomy's here, and our new grandfather's here, and our new grandfather. Like, and and uh, the T one thousand from T two is back, and like everyone is just here now. I did like it because they they have led up to this the White, white Lotus. Lotus. I was called white, the yeah, white the White Lotus, Lotus like, organization. Club. Like we saw that whole episode with Zuko and Uncle, and like he's not allowed to go into the room because it's just for the organization members. Like there's this whole thing. Yeah, and technically granted, Sokka is in the White Lotus Club now. Granted, I thought. It would be maybe a bigger group of people, but they just kind of focused on the old dudes. It was a pretty big encampment, hmm. so. Hmm. <laughs> Does this strike anyone else like a group of superheroes, potentially, that have powers, that kind of um, work within no government structure at all, and some of them have actually done pretty terrible things, like Iroh. Iroh is also kind of funny, like like a comedian, like a comedian. And, um, you know, you have Boomy in there. He kind of, he's a little bit of a night owl. Like he, he's always out and about, you know. So yeah. It feels like the Any Watchmen to me. Yeah, there it, it is. It feels like the Watchmen to me. I don't know about you guys, but. Yeah. <laughs> like the minute they yeah, all just show up and it's a secret, it's a secret organization of all these like ridiculously powerful people that have no affiliation to anything. I'm just like. Watchmen, what's good? <laughs> it does. Have I'm a like, where's that? Where's our doctor? Then. Where's our doctor Manhattan? Real quick. That's really funny. Yeah. I didn't even think of the that. Avatar. Yeah. yeah. He's blue and glowy. Mm-hmm. Blue glowy That's boy. Funny. I loved all yeah all the masters and the White Lotus, and it was kind of it is funny like you said, Izzy. They've been leading up to this the whole time, and then you do find out about it. But it's like, oh hey, here's five minutes. This is what this is. It's a but we're gonna help you beat everybody. So dope. Let's go. And you're like, oh okay, let's go. They yeah. were so good. Once that again. whole scene of them killing it at uh, what's the city called? Bon whatever. Bossing say. Bossing say. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or, or America. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wish this was four seasons and maybe we could have had a, like two episodes of the White Lotus since they seemed so important mm-hmm. and they hinted at it so early in the season, in the series. Can we talk about Zuko seeing Iroh again? And how they cried and they're cute. Oh, that was adorable. That was adorable. I teared up. I was so Nick watching this. (laughs) It was terrible. It was like my two favorites. It was was pretty cute. He was so sad that his uncle would be just mad at him. And he just hugged him and cried because he's so happy to see him. I was like, this is so cute. The moment he kneeled down in front of the tent before he even went in, I started tearing up. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. So cute. I also do love how he went into the tent and Iroh was just passed the fuck out. And he like smiled like it's very endearing. All of it's so cute. It's so good. I'm glad they like took their time with it and made it Mm -hmm. really good. Do we want to talk about Fire Lord Azula and that crazy shit and how she goes crazy? You want to get into this, MC? (laughs) (sighs) I don't understand why shows feel that a strong woman can't keep her head in the end and will go crazy under pressure. I don't understand why a woman can't keep her head and rule a kingdom or at least attempt to. Because bitches, bitches are dumb. Bitches are dumb. They go crazy Nick is and decide to blow everything Trump up. Trump 2020, bitches are dumb. Oh, God. Bitches it, are dumb. Honestly, the same way that Game of Thrones was ruined for me, Avatar was kind of ruined for me because of this moment. It upset me deeply. Yeah, I mean, they made it. It's such a fucked up cop out. Like it really is. So like it, fucked up. It's just a it's just a cop out. Cause in because here's the thing. Aang is going to defeat uh the Phoenix Lord, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Zuko isn't gonna kill his own sister. We know this for the fact. Like it's not gonna happen. So to round it all out and to be like, oh yeah, we can't make another season, because if you left that thread there. There's enough of enough to pull on to where you would have to be like everyone would be like, where's the next season? Or we need a spinoff series with her as the villain like it needs to happen. So they did this bullshit cop out of like, well, she's crazy. So fuck it. And like that's four seasons. Yeah. And that's all they chalked it up to was like, oh, she's crazy. Sorry. The same way Game of Thrones shouldn't have been just a few episodes and should have been a fully realized couple extra seasons added on to there. Yeah, Daenerys' psychological breakdown should have been, like, two seasons long to follow the rest of the show. It was just insulting. And they're like, oh, no, you see strings of it through the whole series. Oh, no, you see her just killing people who have done horrific things for her and being angry. The moment a woman shows any emotion whatsoever, she's automatically crazy or she's losing her mind because she's strong and powerful and vengeful. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's the same thing here. It's like, oh no, Azula could not possibly have just had that entire journey. Like she could have gone through the same like step-by-step things without going crazy. We could have seen her getting ready for a coronation, getting pissed at someone, but not, like, going crazy. She didn't have to go crazy in order to, like, have that fight. She could have just been beaten by Zuko. He could have just been stronger. He could have learned to harness lightning. There are so many other things that could have happened where she could have kept her cool the way she has for the entire series of the show. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's just because a... she lost her two chick friends, all of a sudden she can't mentally be stable anymore, like... Come on now. Like, and there's ways around there's ways around this too where you can do it correctly 
if you if mm-hmm. you wanted to go this route, if you wanted to go this route, this is totally fine. If you wanted to go this route, but the way you have to approach is completely different from oh she just went off the fucking rails. It has to be like they even they even could have had her in the scene on the island like murder the people at the party and people will be like oh shit you're you're no you don't crazy. even need to do that you can you can use the party scene when everyone's having these deep conversations out of nowhere you can have azula instead of being like yeah my mom told me not to show emotion and all that kind of stuff you could have her be like i have ptsd like all the shit i've done when i see like when i see what i do over and over and over again it just it keeps compounding i have see all of that just feels like a cop out to me still but Azula has her shit together. She is not that character. They didn't develop that character at all. And even doing that would have been so late in the game. Like Azula, if she was crazy, should have been crazy from day one. I mean, like, you're there right. Like- she also was. She wasn't crazy in this way that she had a complete breakdown. But Azula was crazy the whole time, and she was a huge sociopath not in this way, the whole time. Not in this no. way. But I'm just saying this no. is why this one bothered me a lot less than Daenerys because. Daenerys, they just had her entire character uh, traits. They destroyed her character. Switch for no reason. This one, they set it up a little more. Granted, not enough. And two, I do agree it was a cop-out, so I I don't think it was the best way. I would have liked Zuko to, like, almost take Azula down, but not quite be able to do it. And then it would just be Katara and Azula because it would be the two. Why couldn't have Katara just been stronger than Azula? Yeah. It would have been the exact same storyline. Yeah. yeah. Not one child watching the show on Nickelodeon would have been like, oh, I don't like that character development. It would have been the same show. Yeah. yeah. I'm more, I'm more playing the devil's advocate if this is the route they wanted to go. If they wanted to make Azula be mentally unstable, then yes, you were right, MZ. You had to you had to place it so much earlier on. Like, but the only the only correct way to do it is to establish it in something that is realized and that can be something that you can like flip a switch and not have like Mm -hmm. something where it's just like oh yeah all of a sudden she's crazy but if you established in season two that she has ptsd from murdering people over and over and over again then this is Mm -hmm. a little bit more realized but you're 100 percent. i think there's just a difference between i think you're right nick i'm not sure if that would be the way that i would suggest doing it but yeah you're right it would have had to be a lot sooner but even then it's like Literally, there is nothing that really triggers her in this. Like, she is fine up until the point where her dad is like, you can't go with me. Yeah. Like, but you're going to be the Fire Lord, the one thing that you've wanted your entire life. And then all of a sudden she, like, loses her mind. It's just, it's another, like, women can't have responsibility. You can't have power. You're not strong enough mentally to have a burden on you. You know, like, and that's all it was. Like, there, there's no other way to explain it. You know what I mean? Like, that that was not her character throughout anything. She was so cool, calm, and collected. Even after her friends, her two best friends betrayed her, she still was like, lock their asses up, fuck them. You know what I mean? And, like, kept going about her day. Kind of. But she, you saw her kind of losing it, and she did start to get really fucking paranoid and really fucking weird after that. So I agree with you yeah, that that wasn't but enough. But she also, <laughs> she was cool, calm, and collected, but she had a huge anger streak. So I actually think the way they should have done it is similar to what Hannah was saying. Maybe not in the party, but they should have made her like, I mean, it's a kid's show, so they couldn't have her make her murder people, but they should have had her lose her shit earlier. Because that kind of anger, along with like sociopathic things, that can turn into like paranoia and stuff. But I do think they played the crazy too much. Or 
where she like they could have showed when they're talking about past relationships it's not that she's awkward with boys it's that she's murdered her past boyfriends something yeah i think they needed honestly if her if her crazy breakdown would have been just pure anger instead I would have, that would have been fine. But, like, she had a full-fledged mental break. Yeah. Like, that's a completely Yeah, they made her thing. too crazy. I agree. Yeah, like, that, it's just, it's a completely different disorder. It's a completely different mental issue. Yeah, yeah. she went you from, you know what I mean? She went from being, like, stable-ish, narcissistic, uh, sociopath, like, all that kind of shit, to, like, Completely mentally broken, like a sign, a sane asylum, like white coated jacket, like, like shaking, yeah, like crazy, throw it out. Like, not full thoughts. Yeah. And then she was also like feeling bad about what she did to her mom, which she's never felt bad about that the whole yeah, time. Like, why was that? That leaked through. The that whole was thing. weird. That was weird. Or like make her dad go just as equally crazy as her. Yeah. At the end, like do something where it's like, oh, maybe it's kind of a family thing. You know what I mean? Like or, or, do something else where it's not just her. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You could have you could have rooted it in the comet that the comet is so powerful that it makes fire like firebenders have these moments of like extreme emotionality. And and, like, and that would have been awesome. That, that that's a whole different yeah, story. That that's been so insane. much so much easier. And then you have Zuko have the exact same kind of reaction. Her father have the same exact reactions that she's having. And then you can mm-hmm. have a Katara payoff there as well. Or or you could have just had her be her spiteful self and she's going for the kill shot at Zuko and Katara comes in with a bloodbending. That's what I was saying. I just wanted Katara to hold that bitch down with bloodbending the whole time. And And make her tie her own hands behind her back. How badass would that have been? So cool. That's what I was that would have been dope, but again, cool. this is a Nickelodeon show, and that leaves up to moral ambiguity. I can't speak today. However, so, you were pissed about the A thing, and so that would have tied that and be like, sometimes you do have to do the dark shit, but it just was Katara doing the bloodbending because you were mad that they took, they made Aang take the moral high ground. So, yeah. you know, so that yeah. could have tied that in. That could have fixed that. Yeah, so yeah. when you're when you're making the one... This is this is the problem that I have is that like and again white male so very much not the uh the person who should be speaking on this but like the situation of like the white knighting of male like like the like what I've been talking about where like the male has to take the moral or can can contemplate taking the moral high ground where the female always has to take it and there's there's no contemplation yeah. Like there was never a moment where Katara's like, "Oh, should I use the bloodbending? Uh, I don't know. Like, should I do it? Like, it was just, no, I'm never going to do it again. Like, and she just runs around being useless and then gets in the way of the fight with Zuko and Azula. Where Aang, Aang's allowed to have the inner turmoil of this seems yes like no. kind of a consistent trait that I feel like this is kind of the same argument that we were just having about Azula. To be honest, like it's kind of the same like weird stereotype like gray world we're like azula is not allowed to be like confident and happy taking over for her dad and just be a bad guy she's not allowed to she can't just be evil yeah like she has to like have a breakdown same way like a like katara can't like be evil she's not allowed to have that moment of like you know what fuck this you know what i mean it's kind of the same argument if you think about it yeah that's what no, nick, yeah. that's what nick was yeah. saying is yeah. that females are never allowed to have that whereas like you know yeah. what fuck it moment yeah I mean, that was, yeah. that's like, like, sorry, go ahead. 
a lot yeah, of it's I like hear the comparison with Azula, but yeah, a lot I of it's like rooted in what is shitty because it's it's going to be it's essentially going to be worked out in the next generation that's upcoming when it comes to animation. But a lot of um, what's going on, like in the early two thousands, is built upon those nineties and eighties animated shows where you had like Ursula. And the fucking the crazy uh, witch from Snow White. And you had all these like all these different um, crazy female villains that were all crazy. But then the male villains like Hades and the male villains like um, Gaston are just Mm -hmm. big beefy boys who can who can do whatever they want and like all that kind of shit. But all the female and I'm using Disney because it's the easiest comparison, but like all the Disney female villains are crazy or they break down in some way where all the male ones are like, I go down on my sword. I die on my sword and like all that. That's one of the reasons I like that Angelina Jolie did the uh, Maleficent. Mm -hmm. I like Maleficent. Cause it like breaks down like the, the female villain there, Mm -hmm. you know, same with wicked, the show, how the, yeah, exactly. The West wasn't evil. Uh, yeah, but to, like, it's starting. It's starting to those, now. Like, old crazy mm-hmm. witch <laughs> stereotypes. Yeah, it's starting to now. Our generation, like this generation right now, these 2010s to 2020, this decade is a lot better about writing different types of characters, whether it be female, male, the spectrum all in between. Um, like everything so this next generation on top of that is going to be even better uh, about writing these types of characters because it's Mm going to be it's it's just going to be part of the lexicon instead of like and it's shitty to say it like this but like instead of out of the box because it's not really out of the box it's a human story it's it's humanity Mm -hmm. so you're right nick good points yeah very good points i will say the last thing i still 100 percent agree i don't like how they did Azula or anything, but I think what they were trying to go for, but it didn't land. One thing I thought that maybe they were trying to go for is it's like anybody who's just, cause like, you know, they had the Phoenix Lord and they showed like just what a fuck up terrible person. And also like he kind of lost it at the end in a way, not the same. So I'm not saying that it's compared the same, but just anybody who's power hungry and just on it for their own, they're eventually gonna lose their place. Whereas the only way they could take down Azula was with teamwork because Katara got her in the ice at the end and Zuko helped, you know? So it's like, I feel like they're like, Mm -hmm. you can't just push everybody away and be power hungry. You have to work and it has to be a balance. So I feel like that's what they were trying to go for. But it's like, that's the entire show though. Why did you have to do that in this moment? You know what I mean? Well, and you could have done that without breaking her Agreed. mentally like you could have had that exact same storyline also there's my little bit of katara hate at the end here why the fuck did she run onto the arena yeah. to begin with Agreed. but i feel she like got in the way i Zuko feel like doing just fine i don't think katara would have done that i think i don't either i feel like that was like also another just like weird poor choice for like the girl to go out there and be useless oh, and yeah like a damsel in distress yeah. thing i'm like no she was standing behind a pillar hiding and then she blood bends zula at the end yeah 
know, she just like ran out into the middle. I was like, I'm here now. And I was like, you weren't For there at the beginning purpose? of the battle. For <laughs> what why, are you, like, why are you there now? <laughs> yeah. Zuko was doing just fine. You got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, side story though. That was, I mean, a side note. That's just, I mean, yeah. I think off. I need to watch just, that again. Oh. That didn't strike me as not a Katara thing. That struck me as a totally Katara thing to go do to like try it to help. Just, but it just if Zuko had been in like some type of peril, it would have been different. Like Katara, of course, would have jumped in and helped. If but I felt like he was actually doing really good in the fight right there, mm-hmm. and like things were just fine. He was about to like completely like bend the lightning, and he was like all ready for it. Like yeah. everything was like good, and then she was just there. Yeah, and I was like. You haven't been there the whole time. Why are you there now? And she was totally useless. Not even like she had like an ice shield. She was just like chilling. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that did upset me because I was like, you are not stupid enough to just run out into the middle of the battlefield when you haven't been there the whole time. Zuko's doing just fine. He asked you not to do this. I don't know. Also, I just the same I felt time- like Katara. I was like, I thought you learned, Katara. Like, I thought the whole point was that you were learning through this whole series. And then you just did something I would have seen you do in season one. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, yeah. I get what you're saying. It that part. I mean, it was annoying, but it didn't strike me as odd for the character choice. But I get what you're saying. No, I guess not. I just thought we had seen her grow up so much that that was a very like immature thing. Also, yeah. remember though too that Azula took all four of them out at one point in time. So to her, she's like, "Yeah, Zuko's too prideful. He asked me not to interfere." But he cannot take... Azula is basically a superhuman to these people. You know what I mean? She is, other True. than the Fire Lord of the comment. I feel like that's another reason they had to make her go so crazy is because up until this mm-hmm. point, they have made her absolutely untouchable. Like, they made her power level way mm-hmm. too high. So I feel like that's why they did this because they're like, there's no True. way Zuka and, Zuko and Katara are strong enough to take Azula and yeah. it believable. Would you or say, would you say if we that all it, just have a ceremony at the end of this, dance around the moon and blood bend, it would be easy. <laughs> and that was your witch coven corner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> blood bending is cool. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but <laughs> sorry, the, <laughs> no, I agree with you. Natasha, the power level though of Zula, I think, is one of the one of the biggest errors of the show. Uh, yeah, I that- remember. I remember oh, what is, I was gonna say, and it was a stupid little pun. I was gonna say, would you say her uh, power level is over nine thousand? All right, continue. Yes. <laughs> ah, hilarious! But I'm It's great. It's great that we can talk about like this to this degree, and it's hilarious because of how much. I don't know about you guys, but for me, the Ang versus Phoenix Lord fight, big old letdown. It's not. That, oh, it's not oh, that good. It was, it was cool though. Okay. No, no, no. The, the only part I loved was that when he goes in the Avatar state and he makes a little galaxy around him with all I the elements. It. That yeah, part was that cool. was cool. That was cool. That's Other cool. than that, fights kind of whatever. I um, like the switching of energies. You know, and I think even though I I disagree with Natasha about some of Aang's stuff, I for a Nickelodeon show, I thought this was like a really badass way to do it. Like the switching of energies, him choosing not to kill, to find another way. Like, I do think that was kind of fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. and the way they the, the way they portrayed <laughs> it that. where like the colors of the sky were orange versus blue and it's yeah. like just a little sliver left of the Avatar's power and then he takes it. That was like a cool way yeah, to cool. to portray it visually. If he's not going to kill that damn fire load, I want some cool shit like that. So yeah. I thought that was cool. <laughs> and the other thing is too, is as this goes along, I think this is why I like, I still like Aang so much as I think Aang embodies a lot of my actual spiritual beliefs too. It's one of those things that if you can get to a place where it's not hate-filled, it's not anger, it's not violence. You are literally just, okay, 
we're just going to take away the problem. We're going to do it, but there's no malice or anything. It's just like, at once Aang reaches that state, he's just so, okay, we're fucking doing this. Like, he's in a total chi state. Everything's aligned. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it wasn't like a huge crazy showdown like you would expect because Aang is just so much stronger because he is perfectly aligned. He's not filled with hate. He is a hundred percent just a spiritual being in that moment. And he's just like, okay, we're taking you over now. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like, it kind of mirrored the entire internal conflict that Aang's had this whole time. You know, it's like you have to get to be not enlightened, but you know, you have to get in that like mindset of like, um, well, collectively, we're all one. So I'm going to take this away from you now because you can't use it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. That was my thought. It was cool. It. Yeah, it was cool. I like I, that. I agree with that. And the fact that he's a monk, I think it really does make that message so much more powerful, too, because it is like what his people believe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought that was really beautiful because it is one of those things that, like, you know, even if he did talk to the Avatar monk or the Airbender monk avatar, like, and she was kind of like, go kill that go kill that motherfucker you know she she did kind of like push that i think it is his people he represented his people well mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. they would not have been like that yeah well what else do we have to talk about now that i ranted about i feel like Daenerys for most of this podcast really nothing that pretty really much wraps it up circles. i get that from my father he's an attorney <laughs> we see ty lee join the kiyoshi which is perfect for her she's in a little That's girl really gang cool. now I was just thinking about how now Suki has the ability to be a superhero and also she can just like poke people in certain spots and they die. Like, that's so dope. Yeah. Just giving Suki more awesomeness. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. So that was that was one of the best things to come from this show is Ty Lee and Suki teaming up to be badasses. And May and Zuko get to be together. And Zuko mm-hmm. gets to be the Fire Lord, and the Fire Nation's gonna turn around, and then Q and yeah. gets to go rebuild the Air Airbender Nation. And get the new outfit. At the oh end. yeah, he does after wearing the same outfit for the entire season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess he had a fire outfit at some point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I really didn't cool. have an issue. I thought this wrapped up really nicely. I just wish that Aang and Katara's relationship weren't didn't feel so forced. Yeah, I think I would have liked it better if Aang and Katara kind of had this like will they won't they for a little bit but then you know kind of like part even before season three or in the beginning of season three kind of realized that maybe they're not exactly right for each other and they were just best friends like I think that would have been a lot sweeter but you know whatever and like Aang realizing that like growing up out of his crush you know yeah that's true have you guys ever seen the end of like the Nutcracker or like any ballet ever where like at the end (laughs) this is really dumb but at the end before the bows there's always like a group dance number yes where everyone shows up in little lines and does their little like ending performance dance involving multiple twirls and shit that's what all okay that was what that ending scene was was to me when he comes out and he's like and now i'm fire lord and all of you from the different nations are lined up in your perfect lines to look at us and avatar and i was like oh it's the ending number yeah yeah it just reminded me like the end of the nutcracker where they're like la 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 the end yeah it was it was very cute though i liked it especially for a kid so it's so warm and fuzzy at the end. Mm. It's nice. You see all your faves. They take their bow. Yeah. It's great. It's so cute. 
But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the whole thing. I think it would have been a lot better if there was a season four, but four season, four being three seasons, four being a kid's show, I still think this show's really incredible, you know? It's a really good show. Yeah, they, I was amazed that they wrapped all that up in that last hour-long episode. I was like, wow, all the loose ends are just here. Mm-hmm. All I right. won't get into another rant, but it did upset me. <laughs> the way that it How can we start it again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I remembered something. Okay, thing that made this great in the ending, they're all having fucking tea together in the ending scene. That was so cute. Mad about that too. I was like, "Doesn't Zuko have shit to do?" Yeah, like, he's like a fire lord now. He has you millions so of generals, so many generals to fire, so many people to get out of concentration camps, and instead he's flitting around and bossing, say, serving tea. Yeah, I was like, "Get out!" You know, that was so. Funny. Don't you know, Hannah? Don't you know when you run a nation, you need to take breaks, you need oh to go golfing, God. you need to do your things. Okay, okay. Oh, is this Mar-a-Lago? It's a, it's, oh, it's it's gosh. it's his Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Things are things are hugely, bigly different. Okay. Do remember for it's the really good. Oh, Yuki was hugely. I love it. Okay. For the first time, the Fire Nation is not at war, so there's actually probably less things to do. Like they have to fix stuff, but they're getting the reconstruction plans together so they can have tea for an afternoon. We, me and me and Ezra were watching this and we're like, oh, it's it's Miley. She's got it. It's chill. May. No one worry. Yeah. May. She's good. May. May. Oh, sorry. May. May. What am I saying? May's yeah. fighting the entire Fire Nation now. Yeah. yeah. May's yeah. gonna run the Fire Nation. Let's. May's on it. Like she's like Zuko, just go hang out for a little bit, chill out, figure out your dad issues, and like I got. I this. like Sokka doing the terrible drawing too when they're all. Yeah, that was so good. It's so literally cute. how my drawing would look if I tried to do that. I love that. I was so happy too. Yeah. He was like, "Everyone's in my tea shop." Yep. So, so Sokka, best boy. Iroh, best boy. Best everything. Daddy. Best Daddy. everything. Just best. And then yeah, best of all the best. Yeah, and then everybody else has their moments of being best this or best that. But Sokka, best boy, Iroh, just best. Suki, best girl. Suki, best oh yeah, Suki girl. is okay, best yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all just want to be Suki. We all want to be Suki. Suki. Oh, but if we gave Suki the bloodbending powers, yes. Okay, winning. Suki is gold. And maybe some blue fire. She she would be amazing with blue fire. Just give her everything. Give her everything. Suki gets all. Best girl. Suki she deserves right? everything. She can have Momo too. Just throw it in there. No, Momo. <laughs> so we will leave you guys at that. You can reach us at naniwet.podcast at gmail.com or you can Instagram us at naniwet.podcast. Direct message us. Um, we want suggestions, likes, dislikes. If you disagreed with us, if you agreed with us, we just want to hear from you. So we love you. Any last minute impressions, Nick? Any? Any? Would you like to trump us out of this episode? Are we getting a Trump exit? Mm. What if you have a less disgusting one? But it's getting so good. It's the best. best All right, let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I've gotten my Zuko under control. Oh Oh, no. (laughs) No, I don't think I got it. Dang. Dang it. I'm going to teach you fire bending. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I'll accept that. Work on it for next time. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get better. I'll get better. Next episode, Nick, I expect a perfect Zuko. <laughs> Actually, what's going to happen is I'm just going to get the voice actor to come in and I'm going to be like, go. Go. And that would be equally impressive. Yeah. So I accept. That would be. And we can talk to him about being on the cast of all that. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Nick, just saying all that to, to see us out. Uh, 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 <laughs> this is all <laughs> that. Oh, is all <laughs> Perfect. That's a lot of offbeat <laughs> clapping over okay, here. Okay, we love oh, you, no. bye. 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 Bye.